Hey, it's Seeking Plum. What are you feeling right now? In this moment? What do you need? I don't mean physically, but mentally and emotionally. What do you need right now? Before the question was posed to me, it was never even something I had vocalized or even consciously thought about. What do I need? Which, when you think about it, is pretty funny because we spend so much of our life trying to figure out the answer to that question again and again and again, but we haven't really figured out what it is that we need. So we really can't answer it if we don't know what it is we're looking for. And no matter which life preserver we grab hold of, whether it's more work or distractions like TV or our devices, food, or we could go on and on. But in the end, it doesn't matter what that life preserver is. We feel a little different afterward. Sometimes even turning to friends and family doesn't always satisfy because we haven't taken the time to figure out what it is we're feeling and what it is we need. And then we haven't expressed that to them. They aren't mind readers. And even if they are, they're not always equipped to give us what we need and in the way that we need it. We've heard the phrase, be your own best friend. And although it's a bit cliched, I think there is some truth to it. So I am my worst critic and I speak to myself in ways that I would never, ever speak to anyone else. I'm sure this tendency is not surprising to anyone because many of us tend to do it. But when I'm attempting to be my own best friend, it's easier to think of myself as a younger version and somewhat other, yet still myself, if that makes any kind of sense. And then I ask her slash me those questions. What are you feeling? And what do you need right now? I ask her to be as specific as possible with my answers so that I can, you know, befriend myself. These pronouns are getting all out of whack, but hopefully you understand what I'm trying to say. I seek to come alongside and speak to her as if she was a friend. Sometimes I think it's easier to identify the emotion first. We may not always know what's causing it or what started it, but we may be able to just say first what we're feeling. And those emotions and feelings can be signposts of what we're really going through, what we're dealing with. If we pretend that I'm angry, we don't necessarily have to know why. I mean, it can be helpful, but it's not a necessity. And then I ask, what is it that I need? Sometimes it's as simple as saying something we wish someone else had said to us. Sometimes it's just acknowledging our feelings, our need, truly seeing ourselves when we may have felt invisible or unheard. It's having compassion and empathy for ourselves like we would for a dear friend. Initially, this may sound a little strange, but it can be surprisingly and incredibly healing. No one person or one thing can satisfy our every need, and no one person knows us better than ourselves. <laughs> Creating an imaginary mini-me somehow allowed me to step away from the criticisms that I throw at myself every single day and see this other version of myself, this 
other separate being, if you will, yet still me as being worthy of love. And when I can love myself and that love is greater than the criticisms for myself, I'm, I'm a better person. I'm a stronger person. I'm not saying things are always weighted just so, but love is a choice and it's an ongoing process and it's one I'm determined to keep at because love, it can do wonders.